Welcome to the Colonial Church STA podcast. The vision of Colonial Church is to build an exciting, vibrant, Bible-based church right here in the heart of St. Augustine, Florida. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. Hey church, welcome to the message today. I'm so excited to be bringing the message today from a new space, a new venue, if you will. I know it's probably a little bit different uh, than what you're normally used to, me being there myself, but I'm excited today because this is different, but I believe this is really, really special. We're right here uh, today recording this message in our brand new building. Um, This building's been here for a long time, but to us it's brand new and all this is very new. So hopefully you can see behind me, it's just a bare space. It looks like a construction zone right now. There's tools in the corner, there's pieces of wood around as well. But I'm really excited today because I'm going to bring the second part of this message, this brand new series uh, called Principled. Um, to us today from this new building. And there's a reason behind it. And I believe that God is in it. And that's because God wants to install some principles in our lives. And us coming to this new building is no small thing. It's a big thing. And it's a really, really big deal. Um, When I was preparing this message and thinking about this building, um, I was drawn to Zechariah chapter four. Um, It says, do not despise these small beginnings. And listen to it. It says, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. And I love it because right now it's just a bare space, but God's work has already begun. People are starting to get into place. Um, construction workers are coming to this building, to this space to, to begin work. And um, it's all for the glory of God. It's all for what He's going to do in this space. Uh, and we're believing in the months to come, um, there's going to be a day we have our very first ever service here and you're all going to be invited to come and fill this space and to be a part of what God is doing and what God is establishing in our city, which leads me to the series. So we're in this new series, it's called Principled and I called it Principled because there's a principle which hopefully will help us live principled lives. So we called it Principled. And so part two of the series I'd love to bring today from here in our brand new building. And I really pray you just lean in. You'd still, even though it's on the screen and I know we're playing it right now, but I really believe God can still speak through it. He can still speak to you right now in this moment. So why don't we just do what we always do? Let's open up God's word together. So if you've got your Bibles, why don't you open up right now? Open up your Bibles to Exodus chapter 20, where we were last week. And we're going to read together from God's word. In Exodus 20, it's all about God installing and sending forth His commandments. I call it His choice list, His priority list, His commandments, His top 10. And um, we're basing this series out of the 10 commandments, but we're going to look at how His principles flow all through Scripture and are confirmed again in the Gospels and the New Testament letters. So in Exodus 20 and in verse 1, it says this, it says, And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, you shall have no other gods before me. I want to talk today, part two of this series, I want to talk about establishment, the principle of establishment. It's the truth about God. God establishes things in our lives. He doesn't bring things in so that they're just here today, gone tomorrow, what God wants to do in your life and what He wants to do in my life is He wants to establish something that's rooted and it's firm and it's steadfast and it's lasting for eternity. So I want to speak about the principle 
of establishment. I wonder if you would just write that down right now. Principle number two, the principle of establishment. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Father, for the power of your word today. Lord, even though we're in a new venue and we're in a different space, God, it's still your word being preached. It's still your word being taught to people. So, Lord, we come under that um, that, that authority in our lives, Lord, which is your word. Father, we ask today that you, it would speak to people, that people would uh, get a revelation, a greater revelation of who you are, Lord. It would help us to live our lives better. Father, as always, we pray for Colonial Kids, which is going on right now. God, we just pray for those kids that they would be um, impacted today, Lord, a, a, as well by your word and everything you're doing. Lord, we thank you for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. So last week I spoke about honour. The principle of honour. And man, is that a principle that goes all the way through Scripture? From the very beginning of um, the days of the ancient Israelites, the principle of honour was upheld and it was carried forth by God's people. And today I want to talk about the way God establishes things in our lives. We see this principle again and again and again, all through Scripture, that God wants to establish something in our lives and He ultimately wants to establish something in our lives that's, that's lasting, that will stay forever. I think about this building and one of the reasons I believe God has, has asked me to deliver this message from our building is because when it comes to our church, we're not building a church that is going to be here today and gone tomorrow. I'm really believing that through Colonial Church, through you, through me, through us, through the body of believers that is the church, that God is establishing something in us and through us that's not here today and gone tomorrow that's not here today and will be around for maybe a year or two or one more season. But I really believe he's establishing something in people's hearts here in our city, in this part of the world that God has caused us to be. And that will be established and will continue forever. But this is what God does. He establishes things in our lives, not so it's gone, but so it stays. Proverbs 16 and verse 3 says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. He's in the business of establishing. That means that whatever we do, God will establish, especially when we do it for Him and it lines up with His Word. When we give it to Him, when we commit our work and the things that we do to God, He doesn't just um, stamp something on them. No, He actually establishes them and makes them sturdy, steadfast and lasting. Another scripture, Isaiah 54 and verse 13 says, All your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness, you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. You shall not fear. And from terror, it shall not come near you. I love the word established because it talks about something much deeper. It comes from the Greek word, which is sterizo. And that means to support, to fix in something, for it to stand upright and for it to be immovable. That's what establishing does. It's established, it's set in, it's fixed, it's immovable, it's sturdy. And I believe it's something that's lasting and will continue. God wants to develop something in you that's immovable. Just think about that for a moment. Just think about that opportunity that when we live for God, when we're, we're part of what He's doing, when we're, we're in the, the center of the will of God for our lives, that what He's doing in your life and my life is He's setting something in place that's immovable, that's steadfast, that's established. I love that it says even the plans that we have. 
the things that we come up with. On a natural, finite level, we as, as humans come up with this thing, these things called plans. God even takes those things and He puts His holy blessing on them and He establishes them. He lines them up with what He's doing and He uses them ultimately for His glory. Another scripture, Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 18 in the NIV says, Plans are established by seeking advice. So if you wage war, obtain guidance. So he wants to establish something in us. So I'd love it if you could lean into these points. I've usually got my three points. I'm going to do that again right now. But I believe that this principle is something that if we embed it in our lives and we truly live by it, that God will use it and he will continue to establish great things in us as we live for him. So point number one this morning, as you're taking notes, is this God establishes truth. When it comes to establishment and the way God establishes, he doesn't establish fake. He doesn't establish things that are on the surface level. No, he actually establishes truth because God is truth. When he told ancient Israelis people, he said, I am the Lord your God. He was establishing something in them and for them when he spoke. But what he was doing was establishing himself and he is truth. He's declaring to them that which he is, the Lord, the one who established the heavens and the earth. He created everything, including this building we're sitting in right now. It's God's and we believe it to be God's. He wants to establish truth within his people. And I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for that today because I don't want anything but truth to be on the inside of me. I want God to establish truth on the inside of me so I can move forward. But it's what God does. And I love that. If you think about your own journey, and I can just think about mine right now, but there's been so many times when I felt like, man, I could so easily move my compass elsewhere. But because I have God establishing truth in my life, it helps me stay on track. God establishes truth. And it's how you know it's Him. I believe it's one of the, the, the determining factors in our walk with God. How do we know we're on the right track? It's because He's established truth within us. Therefore, we know it to be true. It's true and it's God. And therefore, if it's God, it's right. It's correct. He establishes truth in you and me. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 12 says, So I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth that you now have. What was Peter doing? He was reminding God's people before he went and went off to heaven. He reminded God's people, hey, don't forget, God has established something in you. He's established truth in your life and you have it. It's firmly established. It's rooted in you. It goes down deeper than the surface level. And I just love that God has established truth in all of us. And therefore we can move forward knowing that he has established something that is truly there to last. I wonder if you see it in your own life. It's so good just to remember sometimes about the way God has established things in us. I remember old lifestyles I used to have, things I used to think were okay and go and do. But now, because God has established truth in my life, I now have a desire. I'm attracted to the things of God. I want to find myself in the house of God, around God's people, moving towards the very truth that God has already established in me. The opposite to this is the way the world wants you to view your life. The world wants you to view it as temporal, as finite, maybe as something that has an expiry date. But can I just encourage you today, church, that God has established truth on the inside of you. So when you butt up against something in, in the world or some kind of a spirit, you feel there's a difference there. Can I just encourage you, you're on the right track because God has established something inside of you that causes you to go towards truth. God has a deeper way of doing things. 
a way that's supernatural and goes down to the inmost parts of who we are. He truly is the God of the supernatural. When he establishes things in you, they can't be washed away. When he establishes things in you, they can't be moved by a storm. They can't be moved about uh, by a season or something that comes along that maybe is just something that happens in a moment or even a season. We can go through seasons of devastation, but because we're rooted and grounded in God's truth, it's established and it's there to stay. Ezekiel chapter 11 verse 29 says this, and I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their stony, stubborn heart and give them a tender, responsive heart. What a beautiful passage of scripture from the prophet. What is that saying? It's saying God's going to put something in you and it's called his truth, his spirit, and that ultimately leads to life. So let's build our lives on God's truth. I love this series because it's looking at God's principles, the way he works and embedding them in our own lives. I love it if you could write this down. Establishment happens in a moment, but it's also built up over time. See, that's the way God works. Sometimes he can come in, there'll be a breakthrough moment. Maybe it's in worship, in church, at connect group, maybe in your quiet time. God will establish something immediate in your life. But over time, he also works too. And he wants to build up truth into your life so you can move forward knowing I'm built on a great foundation and God has established something incredible in my life. Listen to the words of the Apostle Paul as he directs people and he directs the church to move forward into God's establishment of truth. It's in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 6. It says, And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Verse 7 says, Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. I love that we can let our roots go down deep, deep to a place over the, over the period of life, over the seasons of life, because don't forget life is short, but also life is long. So in a moment, God can establish truth, something that is true and, and we know it to be true. Like it says in Ezekiel, he replaces a stony, stubborn heart for his heart and his spirit. But over time, we, as we continue to follow him, we can let those roots go down deep into him. So truth is established and God wants to establish something that happens in a moment, but also is built up over time. So the principle of establishment, firstly, is that God establishes truth. He establishes truth in you and in me. And point number two, hopefully you're still taking notes. Hopefully you're still engaged and leaning in. Point number two is that the Holy Spirit confirms that which God has established. The Holy Spirit will always confirm what God has spoken, what God has done, and ultimately what God has established in you. That's the beautiful thing about the helper. One of the names of the Holy Spirit is that he's a helper. He's there to, to convince you of what God has already done in your life. And that's what he's there for. The Holy Spirit will always confirm a word that's spoken by God. What about your life? How many times have you gone to maybe go do something, go and say something, maybe uh, go about a certain thing a certain way, but you'll feel this prompting on the inside of you. You'll feel something on the inside of you drawing you back to maybe God's truth and saying, maybe don't go that way. Maybe don't go that path. Maybe don't say that thing. I know I've definitely been there before where I really just don't need to say that thing. The beauty about it is because God has established truth in my life and the Holy Spirit is helping me outwork that truth. It's confirming 
what God has done. That prompting on the inside. When you feel that, you feel like, man, this just doesn't feel right. I shouldn't maybe do that. I shouldn't maybe go to that place, make that phone call, go and hang out with that person. I'm not sure what it looks like for you. But what I know is this, the Holy Spirit will confirm what God has established. He will remind you and therefore confirm in you what's been spoken over you and what God has established in you. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 21 says this, And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us. But listen to what it says in verse 22 about the Holy Spirit's work. It says, And who's also put his seal on us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. What's that talking about? It's talking about the references in the New Testament where God's Holy Spirit confirms the truth that's been established in our lives. And I love it. The Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit always is referred to as a a confirming thing, something that confirms the truth that's in us, something that confirms our salvation, that talks about our faith as a guarantee, as something that is awesome and God is doing something amazing in our life. But when it comes to God establishing things, can I just encourage you, the Holy Spirit's role in your life, the work of the Holy Spirit um, is to confirm, but also help you do everything that God has established in you. So he establishes good things in our lives. He establishes truth. He establishes what's right, what's correct. He helps us because of the Holy Spirit. He helps us move forward and know what's wrong versus what's right. But it's always sealed by the Holy Spirit. So point number one was that God establishes truth. Point number two is that the Holy Spirit's work and his role in our lives with all of this is that to take what God has already established in you and in me and move it into a place of confirmation. I think of the Holy Spirit's role like this. He convinces me. He convinces me of what God has done on the inside of me. So it's almost like I know God has done it. And I I wonder if you feel that way too. But when it comes to truth, man, I just know God has has spoken to me. I know God has done something in my life. I know that there's been a, a time I can think back to 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 summer camps in youth. I can think back to to moments in worship and maybe I went to a conference and there was a a, a moment in worship uh, where I had my arms up in the air and God had done something in my life in that moment. And it was wonderful. He'd firmly and um, had gone down deep and established something wonderful on the inside of me. But then the Holy Spirit in another moment, another time, in a different season, will confirm that truth and that which has been established already in my life. So point number one, he establishes truth. Point number two, he confirms it with the Holy Spirit. And point number three is this. What God establishes is eternal and lasts forever. It's eternal and it lasts forever. I wonder what God wants to establish in your life. Maybe you've recently come to faith. Maybe you're you're one of those people that have come to faith at our church. and We're so grateful that you're in church and you're leaning into the things of God. But can I just encourage you? that as you continue on in this journey, that God actually wants to establish something in your life that will last forever. I believe over your life, this isn't something where maybe you come to church for a period of time, that you're found in God's courts and in His house for maybe a season, just for a few months or maybe even a year or two, and that you'll move on to something else. This is what I truly believe the Holy Spirit does in our lives. It reminds us, it confirms to us that God has established truth in us and that truth is not just something that lasts for a season. It doesn't last just because maybe you're in a physical season and moving to a, a physical location in a season and moving somewhere else. 
But the truth is that it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter where you find yourself. The truth that God has established in your life, this principle of establishment is something that lasts forever. It's eternal. It moves on. And the world wants you to think and wants you to look at your life in a finite way. It wants you to look at your life as just a matter of years, whether it's 60, 70, 80, 90, maybe 100 years. Wouldn't that be awesome if we all lived to 100? It'd be great. But the world wants you to look at your life in a finite way, that there's a start, that there's an end, that there's trouble in the midst of it. There's ultimately an expiry date where your life will end. But can I just encourage you, because we have such amazing encouragement from God's Word, that the, the truth that He has established in you, it doesn't just last for a couple of months. It doesn't just last even for a matter of years. Or even as the world wants you to look at it, especially the enemy wants you to look at your life as just something lasting a period of time. But what God does on the inside of us, it outlasts this body, it outlasts these years, it outlasts everything going around us, even the bricks and mortar that are around me right now. What God's going to establish in your life will go on into eternity and ultimately last forever. I wonder if He wants to establish His Word in you. Perhaps in 2019, this is a year for you to really get stuck into God's Word. Can I just encourage you, if you don't know God's Word that well, what a great way to spend your year embedded in the Word of God. I just wanted to share a real quick story. But this month, the month of January, I've decided because I was encouraged by some friends of mine that January would be a great month, the beginning of this year, to read the whole Bible. So I've taken up the challenge of reading the whole Bible in 30 days. And I'm right now I'm in the, about two-thirds of the way through. I'm a little bit behind because I've been preparing messages for church but this is the thing about establishment. God wants to establish something even in my life now. Even as a lead pastor of a church, He wants to continue to establish something that's new, that's fresh, that's vibrant, that's amazing, and that will go down so much deeper than the surface level. I wonder what He wants to establish in your life right now. Perhaps it is the Word of God. Perhaps it's understanding what the promises of God are for your life. Perhaps it's even just an understanding of who Jesus is. So many people, they come to church and they don't really get it because they don't allow God to establish something deep on the inside of us. I wonder what He wants to establish for you. You know, King David told, uh, spoke something amazing over his son at the end of his life. King David was ending his life. It's in 1 Kings chapter 2. But as he's ending his life and the new king's taking over, which is King Solomon, became the wisest king that ever lived, he spoke something incredible over Solomon. It says in 2 Kings chapter 2 and verse 1, when David's time to die drew near, he commanded Solomon his son, saying, I am about to go the way of all the earth. He's speaking about death. And he says this, Be strong, show yourself a man, and keep charge of the Lord your God, walking in His ways and keeping His statutes, His commandments, His rules, and His testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all you do, and wherever you turn, and look at these words, that the Lord may establish His word, that He may establish His word that He spoke concerning me, saying, if your sons pay close attention to their way, to walk before me in faithfulness with all their heart and all their soul, you shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. God wants to establish something in your life. I love that the, the, the most famous uh, Israelite King David, at the end of his life, he speaks over his son. He says, if you continue to 
to cast your eyes upon the Lord, to focus your life upon what God is doing, not on yourself, not on what's going on around you, not on the, 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 the worldly attractions that happen in our life, but focus your, your, your life on His commandments, on His laws, on ultimately God Himself. He will establish something in you and it will last forever. I love that God establishes truth. I love that the Holy Spirit comes in. But I love that what God establishes in us, no one can take that away, but God has established it so it will last. That's what this building is all about. And ultimately, that's what I believe this message is all about. That when it comes to establishment, this principle of establishment that God wants to place into our lives, can I just encourage you that when it comes to your life and your journey and your story, God cares about it. He loves you. He thinks you're amazing. He told us that he would never leave us nor forsake us. God is never away from you. If you want him to be in your life, he can be in your life. But he wants to establish principles. He wants to establish his ways, the way that God works. Um, he wants to, to teach you things like faithfulness. He wants to teach you things like stewardship and, and blessing. But I love it because he ultimately wants to establish something in you because if he doesn't establish something in you, then it's something that's built on a shaky foundation. Jesus spoke about that a lot. He talked about a house that was built on the sand and all it takes is a storm for that house to be washed away. But God wants us to build and Jesus was trying to teach us that he wants you to build your house on the rock. He wants to build your house on the foundation. What is that talking about? It's talking about establishing something that will last forever. And I think it's absolutely amazing. I'm believing that this building, if I could just talk about this building for just a moment, it's so exciting and it's so refreshing for me to be in here right now because the truth is I'm on the edge of my seat about this building. I'm just so excited for us to be in here having services, seeing people worship, seeing our kids go into Colonial Kids, which is right where it's, it's right over there from where I'm sitting right now. It's literally uh, meters away from where I'm sitting. That's where our kids are going to gather on a Sunday. But I'm excited about it because I believe God wants to establish something in our city through the church. I believe that he wants to establish a group of people he wants to establish something in us that truly is lasting, that it's enduring. So it's not only strong, it's not only something that can stand the test of time and seasons maybe of storms and things that might come at life, but it's also something that's going to last a long time. And I'm really praying and believing that in the coming years, we're going to see many, many thousands of people come to know Jesus in this building on this foundation, in this space right now. And it's going to be God establishing something in the lives of his people. He's going to be establishing something that's there to last. It's not a temporal placement. It's not something that's just here today and gone tomorrow. And I believe that's something that we can all believe in together. So going back to Exodus 20, what did God ultimately say? He's saying, I'm establishing something in my people. I am the Lord, your God. This is what I've done. I've taken you out of the house of slavery. I've taken you out of, of bondage and oppression and, and all those bad things. And I've placed you somewhere here. I've, I've cared for you. I've loved you. And I want to establish you. And that's what God wants to do today. I love that God's in the redemption business. What is redemption? To redeem something means to go and pay for it, to take it back, to, to, to pay the price and that's what God has done for all of us. That's what he's done for his people. I love that God is in the redemption business. He redeems us from things like bondage. He redeems us from the struggle 
And ultimately, what has He done? He's redeemed us from that lost place. I remember a time when I was lost. I remember a time when I was nowhere near God. I remember a time where I had no interest in the things of God, but I'm so grateful today for Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, who ultimately paid the price of our redemption so that we could have relationship with God. So I love that this message, this this series, ultimately, if we were just to, to boil it down to one thing, what is it? It's all about redemption, the redemption of God's people, seeing people come into a relationship with Him and ultimately Him establishing something in our lives, this principle of establishment, this principle, I love it, it's a principle. And we can live principled lives knowing that God has established something in our lives that's enduring, it's strong, it's steadfast, it will stand the test of time. And I think there are so many opportunities that we have now as God's people to step forward into everything that He has for us. That's what redemption is all about. Redemption is simply taking what God has done and He's bringing you into the family of God. So I would love for us just to take a moment and thank God for everything that He's doing. I wonder what that looks like for you. Maybe you've been a Christian for a very long time. Can I just encourage you? There's something that God still wants to do in your life right now. He wants to establish something in you. He wants to establish His good things, even your plans, even the things that you do, even the things that may seem small, may seem menial, may seem like they're just on the fringes and don't really matter a whole lot. Can I just encourage you that God wants to establish something in you? So I think right now the team's going to come back up. Team's going to come back up and they're going to lead us in worship. And then after that, Pastor Chris is going to come up and he's going to lead some people in prayer. But can I just encourage you, when it comes to God, God wants to establish something in your life. He wants to establish a good thing in your life. He wants to take you from a place that maybe you were before and lead you into a new place. If you think about when the Ten Commandments were delivered, they were in a place where they really needed God's instruction. They needed for, for, for good things to take place. And I think that's true of our own lives. There are even seasons where maybe we've walked with God for a long time and we still need to see that fresh thing that God wants to do. We still need to grab a hold of that establishing truth in our lives. So I just want to encourage you with that word today, church. I hope you've enjoyed it. hope you've leaned in. I'm believing this series is going to be the type of series that takes us somewhere new. The goal with these series is always to see God do something new, to establish in us whatever He wants to do. And I truly believe as we lean in, we let His, His words speak to us, that there will be defining moments we look back on and say, oh man, remember when that happened? Remember God spoke to us about that and ultimately... God gets the glory. Jesus' name is lifted high and we just get to be a part of this amazing thing called His church. So I'm going to pray. I think the worship leaders are probably starting to get ready at this point right now. But I'm going to pray for us and I really pray this blesses you and, and we can move forward and go on to everything that God has for us. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Father, for what you're doing in our lives. Father, I just thank you that because of your word and because of your character and who you are to us, Lord, that we can live our lives established in you. Father, we can live our lives um, rooted in you, grounded in you, Father, based in your word, knowing that we have set our lives on a foundation that, that is truth, Lord, that what you've spoken and who you are is truth. You are truth personified and we saw that in Jesus. Lord, help us to understand that when you establish things in our lives, they truly are in our lives to stay. They're true. It's not a case of anything being incorrect or wrong. 
you are true and you've made yourself true to us. So Lord, we thank you for that promise. We thank you so much for for that truth in our own lives. And God, we just thank you so much that the Holy Spirit's work in our lives is to confirm it. Father, help us to move forward, Lord. The Holy Spirit's name is the helper. Jesus described the Holy Spirit as the helper. So we ask right now that you would continue to to allow your Holy Spirit to work through our lives, to help us to be better, um, to listen to your voice, to move towards what you have for us. And ultimately, God, we just thank you today that as we understand this principle of establishment and the way that you work, that you establish things in our lives that will truly last forever, that will endure till the end, that will go past that moment when we we say goodbye to this life and we move on to everything that you have for us in eternity. God, I just thank you for that truth today as well, that what you've established in our hearts as you've removed what was from before and you've placed a new heart and a new spirit in us. God, I just thank you for that today. And Father, I just pray for people as as they hear this word today, Lord, I just pray that people would be changed by your word, that people would understand that that this is how you work, that these are the principles that we read in your word all through scripture in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, that it's all covered for us as New Testament believers in your grace. But Lord, I just thank you for these promises and these truths. And God, we just pray for people to come to that realization in their own lives. Lord, thank you for what you're doing, Father. We thank you for this building. We thank you for everything that you're doing. We pray you would bless it and continue to help us move forward in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you got something out of that message. We would really love to connect with you. Why not join us at church on Sundays or connect with us at colonialchurch.life. We would also love it if you could hit the subscribe button, maybe leave a comment for us or a review to really help us move the ministry of Colonial forward. In Jesus' name, God bless you.